Memories are written into our souls, into the soul of the world. Nothing is truly lost forever, and things thought to have been overcome can always return. But the corruption is subtle, slowly finding its way back to the material plane, corrupting and betraying, but never all-powerful. For the souls of those who fight the corruption find new powers from within. Alright, hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. I am your Dungeon Master Steven, and with me today we have Emily. Hey, I'm Emily Harmon, I'm playing Sepia. Kai. Hey y'all, it's Kai. Ian. Hey, what's up, it's Ian. Adelaide. Hey, I'm Adelaide. <laughs> and Michael. Yo, it's your homie on the low, Michael Chris, what's up? <laughs> yeah, get it. <laughs> I've now tuned into that radio station. <laughs> That's right. Hey, everybody, before we get started, um, just want to remind you that we have a Patreon. If you like the content we produce, you want to support the co- podcast, uh, go to patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, we are also affiliated with Greenleaf Geek, uh, an incredible dice maker. Um, Leah makes custom handmade resin dice, uh, as well as you can get curated sets from companies like Chessex and HD Dice uh, on her website, greenleafgeek.com. So use the code FayForge on checkout, though that does not apply to handmade dice, um, only to the curated sets. And last but not least, a, I was saying, I oh. they've got a fun uh, Kickstarter coming up, which I've definitely backed up. Yes. Oh, yeah. Cat yes. dice. Get yep. your oh soft-sided cat dice. Get your sharp-sided cat dice. Get them cat dice. Yep. <laughs> they've got There's... galaxy cats. They've got calico cats, maybe, if you vote quickly. They've got orange <laughs> cats. They've got all kinds of cats and adorable poses. And I love them so much. And you can yeah. cut that out later if you need to, Stephen. But I'm very not. excited about it. I will not cut okay. that out. That's the information that the people need. And last but not least, if y'all have been enjoying the podcast, it would mean the world to us if you would take the time to leave a five-star rating and review uh, on iTunes and or Podchaser. Um, or if if your podcatcher does do that, though most of them don't do ratings and reviews. Those are the two that I know of for sure. Or tweet at us. We love that too. Yeah, tweet at us. I know some of y'all have been have been doing some fan art. That stuff uh, literally makes us like cry tears of joy. I literally cry. <laughs> I literally cry. Be- better yet, if you're, if you're gonna leave a comment, say where you're from, like the general of where you're from, because lots of people listen that are not from the U.S., which makes us also happy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm absolutely. Um, and with that, let's uh, let's jump into the Fae Forge Academy. We're gonna get lost in a world of dreams and magic and nightmares. Wait, what? What was that last part, Stephen? Sepia, the last thing you remember was being with Miranda, Perseverance, and your friends as you entered the Feywilds fighting a group of Shadow Elves. But now you awaken, this muggy heat of a swamp around you, 
Um, the sounds of buzzing and croaking surround you. Ahead is a pond. The water's completely still, almost a perfect mirror. As you look at the pond, up above, almost floating on lily pads and hanging from branches and vines, are a huge variety of trinkets and what seem to be animals in small cages, um, none of which seem to belong in a swamp. There are these strange, there's one that's these strange blue moths that um, are about two feet in diameter. The cage that they're in seems to be frozen as like snow and ice hang off of their wings. There is a small blue fox, and I need you to make a wisdom save. That's always a good sign. Uh, 22. Okay. Uh, that just This small blue fox just stares at you. And you can actually also make a nature check if you want to. I do. Hard now. (laughs) (laughs) There are these strange birds with almost human faces in these beautiful blue and red colors and lots of trinkets. Lots of some beautiful, some strange. What do you do? So are they, is any of this within reach? Like, could I reach any of the animals in the cages or are they floating over the water? They're probably up above about 40 feet or various different mm-hmm. distances between 30 and 50 feet. Is there anything near the lake that's roughly, you know, five feet tall? Yeah. Like a stump or like a really big rock? Yeah, there's some stumps and lily pads. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Sepia is going to go up to the edge of the lake and uh, kind of like squat down and spring up with unnatural frog-like ability uh, up 25 feet so I can get to like something that's just at that 30 foot level and try to like grab onto it. Preferably an animal, but... Make an athletics or an acrobatic check. (sighs) Acrobatics is a 10. Uh, You do jump, though as you try to grasp onto this cage the moths are on it's almost icy and you aren't able to get a grip particularly with your your slimy skin. And as you fall back down and splash into the water, causing it to ripple, uh, in the center you see two large eyes. Each one is probably about the size of you. It slowly rises up and form a large frog. It's powerful, greedy, and confident. Glax, your patron appears in front of you. His frog eyes narrow at you. Now, what have you been doing with those powers I have granted you? Uh, you know, I've been I've been making friends like we talked about. You know, I've uh, I've got a whole new group of friends. Uh, I've been at the academy trying to learn things, but not really succeeding. And I've got some new plants. I got this one that blooms at night and it's got this kind of phosphorescent glow on it. It's very pretty. Uh, it's like a bluish, like you know, effervescent dust that it gives off. I think you would like it. Perhaps. But I thought as my friend you were going to bring me gifts. Weren't you? Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a thing that friends do. I, um, and she'll start, like, trying to pat down her clothes to see if she has anything on her that would be worthy of Glax. But probably don't at this point. Um, okay, so... You were in that special academy. You were going to bring me that special key that your friend found. I don't know if you remember. I... I... Yeah, I, um, I do remember. Um, it was kind of a tricky situation because she needed the key, and I also needed the key, and I didn't want to, um, you know, put her out by taking the key. It seemed like kind of a, you know, it seemed awkward, and I didn't want to... I didn't want to make a thing out of it. Hmm. Because, you know, she's my friend and you're my friend, so... Um, I mean, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we could get it back for you? If she's your friend, she'd probably understand. That's a good point. I, I, yeah, I could ask her about it for sure. I could definitely ask about it once, um, I go back. Good. For you, my friend. Yes, my friend. I did just, I had some concerns also about the fact that you just seem to be running headlong into danger. Okay. That doesn't seem like a good choice. I mean, nothing terrible has happened so far. 
to me specifically. It's, it's happened to other people for sure. But most of them weren't running headlong into danger, so you might even say that running headlong into danger is the safest option. I suppose that in your mind that would make sense. Yeah. Yes. Listen, Sepia, I've granted you some pretty incredible gifts. Have I not? Have I been generous with you? Yeah, absolutely. You've been a you've been really, you know, uh, a really great friend. You've been very giving. I appreciate that. I good. love the jumping. That's a that's a new thing. I'm really loving it. Yeah. Good. Good. Here's the thing: is I I need you to start bringing me something a little more regularly. Interesting things. Like the key. The key would be a wonderful start. Yes. Oh, okay. What what kind of things? Uh, things that are magical. Maybe touched by Ilvahalen, or... There's lots of things hidden in that school of yours. Hmm. So, um, if they're, you know, in the school, and I'm taking them away from the school, would that be stealing? Or do you want things that, you know, no one... Oh, they will... They will understand. I'm sure. But they also don't need to know. Well, if they would understand, why, why wouldn't they... Wouldn't it be better to just tell them so that they they know and they don't get upset? It's just it's just a little game. It's just a little game between me and Perseverance and and Professor Willow Song. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, as long as it's a game and everyone's having fun, that that should be fine. Yeah. So so for that reason, I would suggest you don't tell them that's part of the game. Does the game have a name? At any point, you can roll an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Sepia would never. That would be rude. This is yeah. This, this is so sketchy to me. But I feel like Sepia is just like, huh? That's a kind of a weird game. But I do like games. All right. Uh, yeah, I only have an eleven. So. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it's a game. Oh, it's it's just we we don't have a name. It's just more of an unspoken agreement. They take things of mine. I. Okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Take things of theirs. It's all fun and games. Oh, what have they taken of yours? Do you oh, want me just... to get the things they took back, or...? No, 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 no. That's, that's part of the game. New things. Okay. New things. Alright. Um, just one, one, one thing per season, if you would. So before the changing of the seasons in, in your plane, should suffice. I mean, yeah, it sounds like you, you have rules, so this definitely sounds like a game. Uh, and friends play games together, and we're friends. So that makes sense i think yes i will play the game with you uh and his eyes he he kind of raises up in a in a very intimidating posture for a frog Uh, i don't know how to describe an intimidating frog posture oh like like the throat gets like really big and the eyes like bulge out and you're like oh gosh i could fit inside of that 12 times he brings out a gun yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he pulls out a gun he's like do i look like a bitch (laughs) i am no longer asking Uh, and his voice gets menacing sepia Uh, don't let me down okay gum will keep me posted as to what you're doing uh and he sinks back into the water and gum kind of like uh, <laughs> oh go ahead oh uh, yeah i was gonna say i look over at gum like kind of like nervously like ah. gum's just like licking his eye <laughs> being a frog <laughs> just being cute uh-huh. okay well i feel kind of weird about that but uh logically it makes a lot of sense so i guess it's probably the right thing to do and as he sinks into the water um gum starts hopping off uh, and I'll, I'll start falling behind Gum. The rest of you, Besky, Ariadne, Ashrin, and Kaz, uh, you found a small little grove um, that seems to be sort of secluded um, in the Feywilds. Uh, Ashrin seemed to feel fairly confident that uh, it was safe. Perseverance has gathered some materials to set up a little fire. Um, in this part of the Feywilds where you are, it's basically perpetually dusk. Um, the beautiful colors of the sky um, kind of twisting together the oranges and the yellows and the pinks and the purples all, all mixed together beautifully. Where you are, the forest is still missing a, a lot of its color. It's very um, grayscale, if you will, as, as it was in Valhadrian. Though as you sit, you do notice 
a little bit of color is just kind of gradually returning into the trees. Perseverance seems quiet, sitting off kind of further away from the fire that he made for you all, just kind of staring at the sky. And the four of you are there. What do you do? I think last time Besky was still passed out, so I don't know if he'd wake up quite yet. At this point, were we taking a uh, short break or a long rest? I think a long one. Okay. Yeah, it's, or is it short? It would probably be a long rest. A long one? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's, it's up to you. It's up to you how short or long you want to stay. I, I don't care. I just want to make sure that I, uh, you know, got my spell slots back. <laughs> That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm going um, to spend some time, whether or not we have a short or long rest area, and he's going to spend a good deal of time forming up, not barricades, but trying to make it as like safe an enclosure as possible, like moving branches to make it more hidden. Okay. You know? Why don't you give me a survival check? Yeah, do. 18. 18. Okay, yeah, you um, kind of take this, this secluded space that Ashran found. Um, sort of, it's not, it's not really a cave, but there's like a, an overcropping of rocks um, that are surrounded by these thick trees, and you kind of reinforce the hidden nature of this, of this spot fairly well. Um, as the, the day or evening, though you're not exactly sure what time it is, goes on, um, after, after an hour or two, Perseverance walks back to you all um oh i i wouldn't have waited that long cause would not have waited that long okay. to be perseverance off on his own especially after everything that's just happened um i was just, just getting my ukulele kind of tuned up here uh cause during this time cause be playing a song of rest for anyone who's short resting so if you take a short rest this time go ahead and add a d6 and just as he sees perseverance goes off uh cause also has a lot of sadness in his heart after what just happened and a lot of anger too the you know sparkle ascension of Miranda and this uh, this new player who's arrived who's uh, who, who took the symbol of Wyanna this fear heart satyr uh, causes a lot of mixed emotions and as usual he takes some time to process it through his music and he walks over towards towards perseverance and and just sort of sits with him for a while and just like very like very gently plays his ukulele or I should say his dust lute Miranda's dust lute I think it's actually just realized this now but cause is just like strapped with musical instruments he has the ones that he normally carries and the ones that Miranda (laughs) gave him so he's just like a walking arsenal of stringed instruments don't mess with cause he's a one man band that's right Mm -hmm. and uh, when he's Kind of like using his bardic sense of, uh, you know, narrative timing. I'll ask Perseverance. What are you going to do now? Now that she's gone? I have no idea. I don't know. This is not what I thought would happen. This is not what I hoped would happen. Mm. I made a deal, though, a long a long time ago, that I would do what it takes to protect the tree. Right. So I guess I just keep doing that. I owe Valhallen calls to me too. Miranda gave up her life to to keep that tree, to keep the school, to keep us all safe. So much bigger than the school. Sometimes I wonder if doing what we do, you know, just sort of spending time at the school, honing our craft, waiting for danger to come to our door. I'm not sure if that's working anymore. Maybe our place is out here, searching out for these threats, these these dark conspiracies before they come to our doorstep might be more dangerous for us, but those that we love might be a bit safer. I'm thinking about multi-classing into a ranger. <laughs> multi-classing. So meta, so meta. <laughs> Use your strings as, as a place to string oh, yeah, up yeah. arrows. <laughs> a double major. <laughs> I don't know that that's ever been done. I mean, yeah, they're not even the same, they're not even the same college, really. I mean, One's wisdom based, one's charisma based. It's, it's a bit of a mad build. <laughs> that idea fell a little flat. <laughs> nice. Guys <laughs> hey, in the house. Get out of here. So, Cos, you've you, you've done a bit more than your friends. 
if I if I remember correctly. Well, how do you mean? Um, just you've seen different parts of the world. You've explored. You've adventured. At this point, Professor, I think we've all seen so much. It all kind of washes out. It's been quite a ride being here at the academy. Would I would I ask you though? Is what if you do if you do try to hunt down these evils? Where do you go? Where do you start? Cause looks around. We're we're sort of at the edge of this clearing that. Uh, that Ariadne has been secreting us in and I'm looking out to the Feywild and Kaz just gestures around him this is is where it all seems to start out here past the veil the prime material here in the Feywild I reckon this fear heart fellow might know more and now that and Stephen I'm going to need your help here Kalvala is, as far as we know, is gone. But like, is it like Sauron gone? Like, kind of like gone, but like lurking in the shadows. Um, Kalvala wouldn't. You, you would. So one of the things that was said to you was that this was a memory. That Malvaris that appeared was a memory. Um, mm-hmm. that that was not necessarily him in the flesh. Or awakened. Why don't you roll a make a lore check? Yeah, um, you could roll an Arcana check. You could roll a history check. History, please. As a as a as a bard of as a bard of uh, of ballads and lore, history is causes forte. I uh, get a eighteen on the dice. That's a twenty six. Thank you. Yeah, expertise. that'll that'll do. Um, I think as as you have kind of have y'all y'all have had a few hours now to sit back um, and kind of take in everything that's happened, and you're starting to put a few pieces together. And one is that um, things that go into this Ilanyali, this river of dreams, this plane or demi plane where the roots of the worlds keep the memories of the world. Some of those things are more real than just memories um, that they can like the the pendant that was brought back Mm. you in kind of stories and songs and and histories you've read and heard of you've heard of 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 weird happenings in the world that people can't explain it's not necessarily like normal magic but seeing people from from the past and having conversations with them you have heard of these people called dreamers who have these dreams of oh like hearth mm mm-hmm who have these dreams um, that are expressed in a bunch of different ways um, that aren't their own. Um, that there, yeah, that there are ways that that plane can bleed o- bleed over or intentionally enter in back into the material plane. Um, so, as far as Malvaris in particular, that shadow may or may not be gone. Mm. Right. And and again, just making sure I'm understanding, like the as, uh, and and maybe this is a question Kyle's just asked. Perseverance, like you know, Malvaris, you know, Kalvala. What is, is Malvaris? Who's beholden to who? I mean, who's who's really behind all of this? I get the feeling we're still not done. Who's behind all of this is a is the question, I guess. Um, Malvaris. Is one of the four... Is Malvaris still alive? Very well, could be. If... If Suli is alive. If... These gods from the time of lore... Are alive and being reborn in our world. The Ascended, those who fought them... May very well be as well. Uh, And Malvaris was... One of them. So whether that is... Him, or a memory of him... Or something... That is beyond my understanding. I don't. I don't know. But you see this, and he picks up a flower, um, just a small, simple white flower with the yellow, um, yellow center. Um, that's you watch it as it's like sort of transitioning back into color. Um, whatever that curse was, is at least fading some. I do know that Kavala at one point was just a dryad, was one of the great lore keepers of Valhadrian the lore keepers could see into the roots of the world and actually Ilvaxal he may 
the professor, the other professor, studied under under Kavala for quite some time, until Kavala was corrupted. So I think whatever it is, it's Malvaris or something, or someone who believes he can come back. Well, what we're doing is driving the darkness back out here, and Kaz will also like look at the flower and. Uh, as he gazes out into the Feywild, seeing the, the color seeping back in, the grays and the browns giving way to luscious, vibrant greens, oranges and reds, the beautiful Feywild landscape springing back to life. A tear come to cause his eye. I'm like, doing good out here. Maybe this is where we're needed. Perhaps. Thanks, Professor. I've learned a lot with you. You're, you're welcome, I suppose. Who are the other two gods while we're doing the boredom? <laughs> uh, the Ascended, the good ones, or the bad ones? The Ascended. Uh, there's, there are three others. There's... Suli, Malvaris. Uh, Suli, is, Suli is one of the fey gods. The god of life and death. I'm not much of a cleric or priest with this stuff. This is important to know because some people in my audience might be. I need to get this right. <laughs> this Suli is sort of the opposite of Malvaris. Malvaris is this, at least what I understand is this god who breaks the cycles of life and death, this god of undeath the, that keeps things alive that should not be. Um, he had three others with him who fought the gods. Uh, Kratis Silvertongue said to be able to manipulate all manner of beings with their words control take away free will I suppose you would say um Salun the Shadow this being who operated in deception in dark places and Vexus the Flame whose approach to magic was destruction with with elements Uh, those four with with Malvaris at the lead, fought the Fey and Celestial Gods. And that's why magic is so rare for most. The fact that the six of you even have any of it is... And the way you wield it is a miracle itself. Uh, and as you are kind of having this conversation, you see a little frog followed by sepia. Is it gum? <laughs> <laughs> it is gum. Cause would straight uh, recognize gum, and when he sees gum hop up, he's like, "Oh, it's like Professor, look, it's gum." <laughs> Sepia can't be too far behind. And then Sepia stumbles out of the bushes at that moment <laughs> and says, "Oh, hey, everyone, how's it going?" <sighs> I'm glad that gum could find you so easily. I'm glad you are okay. Cause is gonna run up and give gum a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> And then give and then give Sepia a big hug. <laughs> yeah, Sepia just stands like awkwardly watching, and it's like, "Oh, that's so nice that comes getting a hug." Oh my! Then... <laughs> Look, everyone, Sepia's back. I wasn't gone that long, right? I mean, it was only like maybe thirty minutes. Uh, no, it feels like it was a lot longer, but maybe that's accurate. Aw, it feels like it was a long time since I've seen y'all too. Yeah. Um. Why did you run away? <laughs> Uh, uh, I just went into the pond, and then, you know, pond things happen sometimes. It was one of those, one of those kind of things. Besky almost died. He's okay, right? I'm sleeping. (laughs) He's dead. Look at him. He's dead. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, I I will say, um, Sepia, there's, there's definitely a gap in, in your memory. You were with, you were with the group, and then you were not. You were with the group, and then you were at the pond. Yeah, um, you know, I was in that smaller pond, and then I was kind of in a bigger pond, and I think that it was probably related to each other. I don't really remember the in-between parts, but it was wet, and it was still wet when I woke up, so that's normal. Well, maybe next time we just stick together. I think that would be the smartest thing to do. Yeah, maybe you all could come to the pond with me and meet Clax. That would be fun. Mm-hmm, I'll think about that. Okay. Uh, it's really important that you bring him a gift if we do that. I learned that that is an important thing to do, and we should probably go shopping at some point. And then she kind of stares into the middle distance uh, for a gift for Glax. That would be good. When's the end of the current season? 
Ariane has just like kind of like glazed out and like it turned away to like go fix the virus and like clearly still pissed off. So it's just, <laughs> just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, wow. <laughs> I wonder what he would like. Hmm. Um Kai, I am curious is what what's Ashrin doing or thinking about as um kind of having had this whole situation happen in um your ancestral home she is um kind of probably sitting near ish to where cause was speaking um with with percy uh yep percy um but not close enough where you can tell she doesn't want to necessarily engage in the conversation but she's listening and in her hand she is using some kind of druid magic to just kind of like grow a tiny little flower in her hand and like just flipping through the seasons thinking about Miranda and her being an Eldrin as well and it like grows and then turns into a budding flower and then kind of starts to die like autumn would and then like ashes away and then she regrows and is kind of doing this just listening to them having this conversation and feeling like she lost another person who might be able to help her figure out um, you know where she's going and what she needs to do and how she's going to get there and just kind of feeling lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Sepia is going to kind of awkwardly uh, come up and sit next to Asherin. Who's Asherin has the key, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I'm uh, starting to pick up that the mood is somber, um, but I just wanted to check with you really quick and see if you still had the key from earlier. And, and a, a little refresher, Kai. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I think I think you got it in, like, episode 17. Okay, I was like, a key? <laughs> I wasn't sure if we still had it, because I thought something happened to it, but I didn't remember. <laughs> it was, it was the, it was more of a little, a little pendant that had um, some stars on it that Ashrin used when, the first time you were in Valhadrian. Oh, yeah. To kind of unlock, unlock a portal as you were had lots of undead things chasing you yeah to escape escape back though you did do some time traveling stuff but but you you would still have this this key it's it's a it's a very it's basically a token from more well that is definitely not something i would leave in the dorm it is definitely something i keep on myself at all times um because it is so important to me so as that last kind of flower kind of turns to like the snowy kind of ash and goes off my hand I'll, I'll just kind of just silently like shuffle dig through my bag a little bit and I'll pull out like a kind of nicer cloth that I probably found like a velvety-ish cloth that I found and unwrap the key and kind of just cloth and all scooch it over to sepia oh um this is such an awkward situation because you're my friend um and Glax is also my friend, and he was hoping to have this. I'm gonna like slam my hand down on top of it <laughs> and like oh, yank no. it back to myself. Why? I'm not really sure. He said it was a game that everyone was a part of. Um, I don't really know the rules, but I know that it's very important to him that he wins the game. He's very competitive. And he said that Perseverance is part of the game, and Willow Song is part of the game. So everyone kind of knows what's going on, except for me, and I don't want to seem like I don't know what's going on. So I think it would be best if we just gave him the key. Do I know who Glax is? Glax? Glax? Uh, you would not know who Glax I don't know is. Who? Sepia, who is Glax? Uh, he's my friend. He's uh, really into frogs because he is a frog. Um, and I just went to see him when the pond thing happened with the small pond and the big pond. And I went to visit him and he has a really nice pond. Um, and he kind of helps me do the, you know, the magic swampy stuff that I do, which is great. Um, but he did seem kind of upset that he did not have this key. Sepia? Yeah. Do you know do you know Glax's full name? Glax. Glax? Isn't it just like like pink? Glax, Glax, Bobax. It is it is not like the legendary bard pink. 
<laughs> Blessed be the name. <laughs> it, it is Glax the Devourer. Now I the 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 pendant. I am now actively picking up and shoving into my pocket and not even my bag. Sepia. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not part of any game with him. But he said you were. He said it was a game that everyone was part of. Do you know where we are? Uh, yes. 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 We're in the Feywild, correct? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Most of the beings here aren't necessarily forthcoming about their motives or what they're doing. That, that makes sense, but, you know, he's been my friend for years. We played in the swamp together. He lets me do the magic that I can do. I don't really know what happens if he gets upset with my magic happening things. Um, Glax has slowly been trying to expand his realm. There's What do you know about the Feywilds? Uh, that every time we come here, something bad happens, usually. That's fair. That is... Yeah. That's pretty much what that's I know. A, that's a good thing to remember, because there are lots of strange beings here, and there are, um... Unlike your plane, there's lots of magic still here. And where there's lots of magic, there's lots of powerful beings. In... In... In our home plane, in Nevastria, mm-hmm. some people have heard of these courts of the Fae. They say there's, like, the, the Seelie Court and the Unseelie Court good and evil. Kaz scooches his chair closer. <laughs> That's not true. That is a gross oversimplification of how things operate here. There are... Valhadrian as, at one point was the center of the Court of Stars, led by Morwell. Glax is the Archfey of the Court of Swamps, so creatures like him are called to him. Uh, he has strange... Un- I will say... I don't want to say strange. He has unique powers. Uh, but he does want to expand the swamp to what I know, and he likes things that are powerful. He likes items that are powerful. Uh, so I would just be very careful. I mean, I think it would be great if there were more swamps. They're kind of, you know, spread out from what I've seen here. It, yes, not not everyone would agree with you. Mm. But I'm very glad that you love that aesthetic. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think it's great. It's very unique. Um, so the key we should not give to him, or <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that you may be in over your head, my friend. Hmm. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I'm starting to feel that way. <laughs> so <laughs> probably, yeah. I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds. You know, I feel like I hear a lot of people tell me that. So it must be true. Sepia, did they say when or how to get this back to them? No. I, I, you know, normally if I want to talk to Glax, it just kind of happens. Or if I don't want to talk to Glax, it also just happens. So I think it'll just happen. Huh. All right. Maybe when we're done using it, we could give it to him. As long as that's by the end of the current season. As long as we're done by by the end of the current season, then I think it's fine. Um... Maybe we should find out more information. Just a tidbit. Yeah, maybe we could read a book or something. I look over at Aradne. Yeah. We just both turn and look, and it's like, we need... we need. <laughs> yeah, at the same time. <laughs> we, we all turn and look at Ariadne. Oh, I, feel, I feel like Ariadne would be tilted. Just <laughs> 100% tilt. She has, like, a whole bunch of sticks in her hand. She's just like... <laughs> <laughs> they slowly snap. Uh, you know, I, you know I, I do love reading books, but I, I think... Um, I don't need to open a book to know that making a pact with someone mysterious that makes me do, um, bad things is probably not the wisest thing to do. I don't, I don't think you can defend that in a book. I mean, if we don't know that they're bad things. Especially with someone named, you know, Frog the Destroyer of Worlds or whatever. Oh, no, Glax the Devourer. Oh, Glax is the devourer. Yeah, that sounds very friendly. That sounds that sounds great. He's just very hungry. <laughs> yeah, he's just hungry. It's a uh, it's fine. Yeah, is he? He has a big appetite. I I mean, he likes snacks a lot. Well, no, this but this is a problem, Mosepia. I mean, if you've promised this to Glax, Glax can can summon you 
or summon himself to us. Yeah, you know, my holy symbol is tangling, so I think that's a bad sign. <laughs> I'm just gonna grab my also, holy symbol. Also, if Ashrin is also warning sepia things, we know of something. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, hold on. If Ashrin's like, this is a bad idea, we're all like, stop. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> um, I don't know the full power of this key yet, correct? No, y'all have never identified a single object in this entire campaign. So why, no one has identified. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I would like to take a very long rest so I can reevaluate what spells I have. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I won't do that this time. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for us to take a turn and be like, we should probably know more about this very powerful magical wielding. That's not like a bad thing. I don't think that's medication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, I think that's okay. Right? It's identify a ritual, right? Can be. Uh, it can, it yeah. can be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. We need to go on a quest I, for, a, for a pearl. <laughs> I guess between me and Ariadne, because I, I, I could put it in my tome, like, because it's a. Tomes can have rituals, so at some point. By all means, take it, yeah. I. Maybe learning more about this pendant would be wonderful, but I'm not sure if the middle of. Right here, where we can be found, is the best place to do it. Mm, we're pretty well. We're pretty well secluded right here, right? We also, though, we need to find Rain. Oh, wait, where's Rain? Um, she evaporated. They've been gone. They evaporated. I thought they were just behind a tree this whole time, or maybe you know, hiding in a shadow or something. Well, they were with us when we fought Kavala and Malvaris, and then they were gone. So, I guess the five of you do not have to do anything, but that is what I'm going to find next. That's where I'm going. Where are you going to go, Perseverance? Well, if the, um... Where do you think we should start our search? I was going to go back. If the colors are returning, I'm hopeful that those shadow elves will be gone. And perhaps I can convince the, the spirits that remain that I am friendly, not... And not a threat. Might be a few of those shadow elves that still remain. Might not be safe to go alone. Perhaps. Cause coughs loudly and looks around at the rest of the group. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can, uh, we could all go together. It's like a field trip. Last time we joked about the field trip, somebody dies. So this is not your responsibility. You do not have to come with me. They're our friend, and we owe it to them to find out what happened to them. It was, it was. There was a lot going on when we were back there in the city. There may be some answers for what the pendant is there, too. If it is connected to Morwell, not everything was destroyed. Or we could go back to the school. What do you say, Ariadne? Rain knows the way home, and this place is very dangerous. I think we spend the night here, and we look for them on the way back. If you need, I can guide you back to the portal before I head back to Valhadrian. I'm honestly surprised you'd say that, Ariadne. Rain knows the way back. It's very dangerous. I think they'd be fine on their own. Well, they were fine on their own before we met them, weren't they? Well, so all were all of us. Well, so all were all of us. We all made it as far as we did. Technically. On our own. Well, that's true, but we're n- none of us are fae like they are. <laughs> Do you know where they would go? Well, I think Perseverance has the right idea. Start the search in the city. And probably if I'm wrong, but Perseverance isn't Faye either. I kind of look hesitantly at Professor Perseverance because, first of all, he had gone down so easily in that fight, and second of all, that he dang well, and it, you he know, did. No, he but didn't. also like <laughs> and he did. Seen... He went down. Ariane's <laughs> looking at him like you, bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna go back there on your own. Oh, that's clever. And and the fact that like he seemed so nervous to be out here in the first place, mm-hmm. which like he had good reason to be nervous, but like we were all kind of like, why are you so scared? Like, dude, it's just the forest, you know. It's your first time out of Feywild, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, that's fine, but we still stay here overnight. Yeah, I need to rest up. Maybe it'll all be clear in the morning. Perhaps. So we can count this as a long rest. Yay. Besky, at some point, I'm assuming you would wake up. Is there anything you want to? What would Besky do at whenever he does wake up? Uh, that's a good idea. Uh, I probably would wake up earlier than everyone else, or at least like take the last watch for doing that. Um, and then he'd probably cook something in the morning. Uh, he probably has like 
some oats that he brought with him so he can like make some campfire oatmeal mm, that sounds good uh not 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 with a big flame obviously because we're trying to mm-hmm. keep it on the low mm-hmm. yeah face spirits get like really weird about like things like fire and axes they're like oh <laughs> you don't want to piss piss off a dryad so yeah for, for the majority though yeah like he he was like that's not i'm not trying to be like lazy role playing but like because he's exhausted dude. yeah went through a lot physically emotionally mm-hmm. held the power of walena like that's a lot mm-hmm. um so he's gonna groggily like make some he's just gonna try and find some like uh <clears throat> so, like uh some sort of like normalcy um by like cooking at the campfire uh while everyone's like you know finishing up their rest like towards the tail end of it mm-hmm. yeah. you hear the the classic uh you know the the wooden spatula against like a metal thing <laughs> nice mm-hmm. Kaz will be up early, not as early as Besky, but will also be uh, kind of taking some solace and normalcy of Besky cooking, and will, you know, play a gentle tune as the, as the sun's coming up, and will enjoy a nice hearty bowl of, of Besky oats. When Besky's not looking, he'll probably like have like some powdered brickle root tea that he'll just like throw in there just to give it some pep. Not, not, that, not that it doesn't taste good; it probably makes it taste worse. I'm gonna slap your hand. What you doing? No, no, it doesn't make it taste bad. <laughs> no, 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 it's what it looks like. I already, I already put, I already put in nutmeg and. No, it's, it's not for the taste. I just, just a little groggy. Keeps, just keeps me going. Oh well, you can put that in your own bowl here. No, 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 no. It's just yeah. He, he wouldn't put it in everyone's in the in the main pot. He's putting his own bowl. Yeah. Yeah. He still want to like hide that from Ben. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I thought you were trying to add it to the whole thing. Like when I was going. Oh out, no, like, no, no. Ruin the flavor profile. Well, we are <laughs> we are friends. Excuse me, sir. Those are fighting words. I don't know uh, how many hit dice any of y'all spent, but as you were as you all rest, um, there's some element as this. As this shadow, this like grayed out Feywild is fading more and more, all of your hit dice are regained. What? Um, so normally you only regain half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear that because I spent them. I spent them all. Is this is this our level up long rest or once we're back home? It can be mechanically your level up long rest. Uh, I know okay. you had something you wanted to do if, uh-huh. if you still want to figure out how and when to do that i'm i'm totally fine i think i think i'm gonna do it back at the back at the school okay i think yeah okay uh but yeah and as as you awaken this like it seems like the color has completely returned into the small little um alcove or grove that you have hidden in and you feel particularly refreshed well then i don't put any brook over uh tea in because i feel particularly refreshed i feel good i'm going to serve uh ariadne first Cause is taking his own, so obviously not not serving. Uh, and then, just as a nice gesture, I don't know what happened to Sepia, but Besky's happy that they're back. <laughs> uh, so uh, Besky's going to uh, neck you. You folks would still be sleeping, but he's just like putting these things next to you to kind of rouse people up. And then Ashrin will get uh, her serving, and then followed by you know the professor who who's not that great at being out here. He's last. <laughs> oh, baby. Fair play, wow. honestly. Fair play. He need he needs his he needs the most rest because you know he can't he can't handle it out here. Okay. I would like to take a little bit of time with that key this morning if I can. Okay. I should have done it last night. I'm so sorry. Oh no, I mean I mean you can do it anytime during the long rest. It's it's So I fully aware, you know out of character this might not work but I want to now that we're really starting to think about this key and maybe not knowing what it is I want to do things like um, maybe try to put some try to put some druidcraft into it try to um, put it in my hands and try to see if it absorbs any kind of magic like druidcraft or light flames around it while it's in my hands and see if it heats up or if it reacts or whisper more wet morel into it to see if maybe she responds in some way as you're kind of doing all of these different things trying these different things it it is channeling your magic you feel it connecting to you um you check your 
direct messages. Like you do. And and as you sort of become attuned to it, your magic can flow from it. This connection to Morwell like kind of continues to grow, this connection that you've been been feeling. Um, you would all watch as as you see this as Astrid is kind of playing with this this focus. Um, there's there's like life coming out of it, these flowers and and kind of this druidic stuff. As as Ashrin, you say Morwell's name uh, as you've been channeling your magic through it. Uh, this shield of fire appears in front of you, um, and then absorbs right back into this this small pendant. That's once a day or one time? Once per day. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, uh, I, I just rub it between my fingers, kind of excited at maybe feeling some heat from it, and um, put it back in my pocket. All right. So as the day begins, Ariadne and Besky, did y'all want to have, like, y- you had, the last session we had, as kind of stuff was happening with Wylena, you had both mentioned wanting to have a conversation. Um, there would be space for that to happen if you want to do it now, um, or we can not. I just don't want you to miss that opportunity if you. Uh, I don't know if we do it. I would. It best you would do it with everyone at the campfire. Yeah, uh, I think I think I'll do it back at the school. Yeah, either at the school up. or for walking back, mm-hmm. like away from everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So pers- perseverance. After he finishes this this oatmeal fairly quickly, he says. If you are coming with me, um, I'm leaving. If you are going back to the school... But we're not going to let you go alone. I appreciate that. I will be fine. I don't... I don't want to lose another one of you. I can't... I can't lose another one of you, so... Think very carefully before you decide to come. I mean, we've lost so much... <clears throat> from... These schemes of Malvaris... That are festering out here. Every time we return to the school, we get a bit of a reprieve before someone or something shows up knocking at our door, hurting the folks that we love, and threatening Uval Holland once again. I mean, I, I think we should go back to the school so we can at least... I don't know what we're going to do. At least do what? Wait until the next attack comes? What's so great about going back to the school? Well, well, I mean, we don't have to go back to school. I'm just saying, like... um we need to be at least someplace safe to figure out what we're doing next. I mean, this place right here is as safe as a school. How many times have we been attacked in our beds? Uh, how once. Many, how many times have we been assaulted by the teachers, the staff, who have been possessed or somehow manipulated? Why is the school a place of safety? It never has been. And I don't think it ever will be. Have you ever thought that maybe the tree is the one that brought us to the school in the first place? I have thought about that quite a lot. I think that's why we need to be out here. Going back to the school just means that all we can do is wait until something threatens Olvahal once again. Out here, we can stop it before it gets to the tree. Alright, apparently this is Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> Age of Malvaris. That's right! <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to be right here, right here. I don't know what you mean by here is as safe as any place else. This place right here isn't really that safe. I mean, I can still see the place we just came from. I mean, we've... Let's not kid ourselves. We found a way, all of us, to survive out here in the Feywilds again and time again. We know how to make a camp. We know how to keep ourselves secreted and safe. Back at the school, it just feels like we lull ourselves to a false sense of security. Out here, it's true, we'd be on our toes, but we'd be on the move. Cause, how much time have you spent out here? That is a damn good question out of character. I, I feel like I could I feel like I could answer weeks and years and both be correct. Which is which is a very fey answer. <laughs> yeah. Right? So that is what Cos will say. He'll be like, hey, maybe we are ready to be. I know, that's what Cos is. Yeah. Cos is like weeks, years. Why do you ask, Perseverance? I've spent lifetimes out here. It is any any sense that you have safety, that you're safer here than the school, is not true. I'm not saying that to discourage you, I'm saying that to help you understand where you are. Everything here has the potential to be dangerous because everything here does not operate in the same way that everything in the material plane operates. Goals don't make sense. The whims of Fae 
shift and change in ways that most from the material plane do not understand. We are lucky that this grove happens to be just trees. It could have been that we spent the night where these trees came alive. Came to life. It's true. And ate us. So, so I'm. You, you can make camps. You. This is a, this is a wonderful little camp. Uh, but there is no such thing as safety out here. So I don't want you to be going under this perception that. I mean, all I'm saying, cause is that maybe it doesn't have to be the school, but it has to be someplace. I just don't like the idea of leaving rain out here. Maybe that's what it is. Mm. Oh, no. Um, I think I had rain right in my book, right? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, you had all of us do it. We all signed it. Yeah, you did No, but I I can only have so many people bound to it, I think. Oh. It's like my, 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 uh, what's the damn thing? The thing I remember is you you didn't do cause because you figured you would be able to hear him if you needed to. That's 100%. And not sepia because sepia wasn't around or maybe it was because like, I'll check my notes. I have my notes here. So just let me. You're right, Professor. I guess I'm just still struck by Miranda's loss. She seems so strong, so powerful. Just feels like even if she could be, and she came out here because she had to. Just seems that even if someone as as strong and as resolute as her could be plucked from the safety of the academy, come out here to brought out here to force to come out here to die, just doesn't make just makes maybe going home feel a bit empty. Miranda was not plucked from the academy. Miranda's destiny was always here. She knew. She knew what how it would end. He gets you. you he is tear, he's tearing up as he's talking about her. Maybe I just don't want to go back and see what life would be like without her there. None of us do. No, none of us do. Still, going back to school without rain, even if they are fae. Uh, I'm just going to say that I do have them in my book because I feel like it would be at least myself, not cause rain, and the. I think it was actually cause. Uh, not not cause rather, definitely Ashrin because Ashrin's usually out and about by herself. Mm-hmm. Rain because Rain was new, and then I probably did. It might have been actually Sepia because I always know where where uh, Ariadne is because Ariadne were like next to each other. I think that's how. But I th- I think that's how I spoke about it before. No, it was the, the three people who are who like to be out and about and. Not that, not not cause who I can hear everywhere, and Ariadne, who we're usually right next to each other. So, so yeah, I have a way to contact Rain. Well, let's do that. As our party is deciding which way they're going to go, we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter 
at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. If I like to hang out, you can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Uh, my name is Emily Harmon, and you can find me on Twitter at Emily J.E.A. Harmon. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitter. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me at Twitter at Stonefly underscore Kai. My name is Adelaide Garner. You can find me at Oadelaide on Twitter and Action underscore Fiction on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.